What is this? A crossover episode? Roll the f***ing metal! The metal? Yeah, recorded by a good buddy. It's never been, never been uh, released. That's gotta get released, and that'll be like a thing that we talk about on the podcast. We'll just be talking, be like, "Hey, that song exists now. If you want to buy it, or like stream it, or like buy it to support Derek, that'd be cool." Yeah, no, you should do that. That's really good. I do like that song a lot. It's Um, a really good song. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, welcome everyone back to. What what were we gonna call it? Hoburbs. Hoburb. Um, Hoburbs. 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 Yeah. Hoburbs um, wandering. Hopefully Theo wandering, wandering for hopefully bourbon. Hopefully <laughs> bourbon. Hell yeah. Hopefully bourbon. <laughs> no, uh, we are joined by some very special people today. I'm gonna let Tom introduce them in a minute, but um, I wanted to say something to the tune of uh, this yeah. past week. We did not have an episode. We did not. Um, and I thought it was important to say that um, in honor of standing in solidarity with people who are actively being denied rights, we decided not to celebrate July 4th with um, an episode. We wanted to leave that blank. So um, that's our version of wearing black, I guess. Yeah. Of, uh, of that. So Rachel and uh, I had uh, matching 100 Gex black shirts. So not only was it very well, not only were we wearing black, we were also doing so in the most aggressively Gen Z way possible, which oh, is yeah. which is fun and nice. <laughs> That's so I good. was uh, telling my how I became a worship leader story at church, wearing a black shirt and talking about how Christian nationalism is so stupid. It's pretty cringe, good. though, dude. You know, I love your church. Yeah, I don't like Big church, dude. but I love your church. Michaela and I went to a protest for. Abortion rights. Yeah, and yeah, how'd that go? How was that? Kind of, a, kind of also a fuck the Supreme Court protest type of thing too. But did anyone get arrested? <laughs> no, it was actually pretty chill. We oh, just like man. walked down a, a big major road in the Highlands in Louisville and shut that down. And uh, nice. There was like a big. It was like a street meeting, so there was a lot of speakers and stuff. But oh, the Highlands. Yeah, it was the best way to celebrate Fourth of July if you're gonna do anything for it. So, wow, well, we are we we're all Louisville people. In here, except except for Rachel. Also, who are we joined by? We're joined by Wow! Oh my God! For one thing, we're joined by my awesome and wonderful and beautiful girlfriend Rachel, who's hanging out with us today. Hi, Rachel. Uh, also, Hi. it is the evening. She's hanging out with us tonight. We're all I'm hanging out. I'm not sure if Tom even introduced Rachel. us yet. Oh no! And y'all are coming next. I come first. I, I am. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, Rachel. Thank Rachel you. comes first every it. time. Just ask Tom. I'm the one Listen. with the uterus here. The, 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 the uterus. A, the uterus gets to talk first. When thank when you. you come on, hopefully wandering, we're gonna make sure to introduce Talon first. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's hilarious! I support you doing that. Um, I but totally yeah, and and also understand, uh, Tom's point of view of the significant other comes. Uh, before everyone else she's literally she's sitting next to me we're literally simps for our <laughs> yeah yeah oh, yeah. oh we all are yeah simping hard oh <laughs> uh, man i mean collier's a married man you know and elijah i am elijah I, I am the most simp of a simp elijah has a very complicated <laughs> relationship with, with marriage uh mm. anyways speak, speaking I'll of speaking of, that, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of of the other wonderful people who are on this podcast we got elijah and Collier from the Hopefully, Hopefully Wandering podcast. We have the entire right. Hopefully Wandering uh, hanging out with us today. And they are also 
Um, they also play music with me in our awesome band, Maglo. Uh, on the day we're recording this, we just released a single, and we've got another one coming before the end of July. So It slaps so much ass. Yo. Dude, that like, song's been stuck in my head all day. It's, it, it's really good. Oh, yeah. It's slap happy and butt smacking, y'all. It's real good. Thanks, dude. Uh, speaking of Jared, he reached out and was like, this is like really good. I was like, thank you. <laughs> nice. So um, so I was just thinking about him when we were talking about him recording your song. So yeah, good vibes all around today. I love yeah, that. lots of good vibes. It's nice. I'm tipsy, so we'll see how this good. goes. Oh, so, shit. So, <laughs> I just uh, woke up from a nap. Aww. Oh, oh my God. so Rachel. <laughs> yes. I, I come back and Rachel was asleep in my apartment, and I'm like, "Let's go. We're gonna make dinner and record an episode." And she's, like, okay. you know, she was like barely here. <laughs> um, Tom, if I tell you something, you have to promise not to talk about it for the rest of the episode. Okay? I won't tell anyone. <laughs> okay. Um, Elijah and I before this episode watched EOE together. Here's the thing. Uh, Elijah sent me a video of that, and it's intriguing because today our topic is, in fact, the third impact. I mean, uh, the the, okay. the one uh, the, the the thing is based off. We're talking about the rapture today and, and time. Oh, stuff. sick! So we yes. are, in fact, that's a beautifully timed thing. I, Dude, I that's, cannot that's so good. That yes, no, I was just talking about that. Yeah, so we're is talking this, about. Is this the? Evangelicon or whatever it is. Mm. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Thank you. Have you seen it, Derek? Uh, No, I was telling Rachel when she texted me, like, (laughs) hey, have you watched this? I was like, I tend to resist thinking about things that start with Evangia. So, this is is different. I I literally have something from it tattooed on my arm permanently. uh, It's a very good show. It does involve the rapture, though, so similar to. Evan, yeah. it, so it, it does kind of. Yeah, Rev, the Book of Revelation basically does happen, so you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, we, we gotta. We're gonna have you watch it later, so uh, we we are we are going to be making minor references to it. You know, yeah, you know, that's gonna well, be fun. I'm gonna you know, be referencing but nothing crazy. Behind the whole time, so. and we will oh, all yeah. be Good, yes. understanding that. Kirk um, Cameron or Nicolas Cage or the books? Are you kidding? The OG Kirk Cameron. Yes. See, I only. I really just interacted with Left Behind by reading the the for teens books or for kids books. Oh, yeah. They they made like the separate whole series yeah. just for kids, and it was following like the kids of the main characters and stuff. But it was in the same like universe, so it's like yeah, yeah. no, it, it was, was the same time the period, same... same stuff happened. It was just like from the all the, the main characters were, were teens instead of like the original <laughs> Left Behind was adults. Kind of dope concept. But also, it's kind of cool, yeah. I mean, heavily indoctrinating for sure, oh, yeah. but, but pretty cool. It's like the Bible, but for yeah. teens. The Adventure yeah. Bible. <laughs> the Adventure Bible. Any of y'all have an Adventure Bible? I know I did. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, I was, uh, I was a Cal was kid for a couple of Hey, you all didn't know that? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But yeah, I had an Adventure Bible because I went to Cal for a couple years there. Yeah, you did. Uh, man, oh, wow. I've been binging Hopefully Wandering. For the last couple days, I've just had Aww. it on in the background because yesterday so I was, sweet. I was just working like off the line at the coffee shop I work at, and I just had hopefully wandering in my ears, and it was nice. And I have now heard every episode. I'm fully caught up. Oh. I was not fully oh caught God. up, but I'm so, caught up yet. I've, I've now so I've now heard all of it. I need to. I don't even think my significant others watched them all. <laughs> yeah, no, mine hasn't either. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. Tom loves our love guest week. Our guest two weeks ago um, was a guest on our podcast and had never even listened to the fucking. Podcast. She, she had. She oh, had, I heard that. She had started the beginning of one episode. <laughs> that is all she'd done. 
Uh, it she was gave up and just said okay. she, but she still came on it. So you <laughs> she got, still came on. She was nice. Yeah. But that also does mean there's a very low chance she'll actually hear us. So what's up, Liz? Thanks for <laughs> thanks for trying us out. Sorry, we're making fun of you the first time you listen to the podcast, which is a possibility that could happen. But uh, um, well, um, while uh, while uh, we're we're getting ready to do this, because um, I think all five of us have probably had some kind of trauma with this what are we drinking y'all well, rachel yes. start us off spiced <clears throat> captain morgan and coke good she's a rum and coke kind of girl i'm drinking rum and coke is good some old forester and cold brew mixed together it's delightful are you gonna be up all night yes yeah 100 <laughs> percent. next drink i think is gonna be just old forester but the cold brew mix is actually delightful what about you, holy boys? Uh, we are currently we're drinking some Maker's Mark and Coke. I made a impulse buy of bourbon that we tried earlier. It was Jim Beam, but it was Jim Beam single barrel barrel proof. How is it? That was pretty good. It was solid. Yeah. It's nothing like, it's not like Elijah Craig barrel proof, which is one of my favorites, but it, nice. for like a $29 bourbon, Pretty fucking good. It's See, not bad, dude. I made fun of Tom for drinking Jim Beam once on this show. Um, but <laughs> he was just drinking, like, Jim Beam. I was drinking Jim Beam. Jim Beam. Nothing else. That's all it said um, on it. But I have to lay respect on the Jim Beam people because they produce my very favorite bourbon, which is Old Granddad. Oh, that's a good one. I've had that. So, that's very that good. My, my very favorite. Some high rye. attest to... Um, getting hair on his chest the first time that he... he... Uh, and by that, you mean uh, fully blacked out. You were escorting me around Walmart to buy <laughs> cigarettes and goldfish. <laughs> oh my and God. then oh, I... They were, then... they were cheddar bunnies. Cheddar bunnies, excuse me. Sorry. And then I, and then I impulse bought Hillsong tickets. Yeah, you did. And we went to that concert. And we went oh, really? <laughs> you did, you wow. Did. <laughs> Rachel's learning just how stupid I am right now. She's Damn. reconsidering a lot of her decisions right now. You know, I when I was in college, I did impulse buy um, concerts to one of those. It was a multi-tour uh, with like, um, oh, what, what are they called? The it was like uh, a Elevation show? and um, Jesus Culture. Uh, I forgot I what the tour was called. I bought tickets to it, but I was too depressed to go to it. I was like too much <laughs> in my. De- I was in, you know, when, like you get like yeah. in a depression the hole. I was in a you depression were in your hole phase. Oh yeah, I was full. <laughs> I was full Shinji sitting on the full chair Shinji. in episodes twenty five and twenty six. Uh, I was full oh. Shinji in the Ava becoming God, but not feeling good about it. Good, you know. <laughs> so we, we gotta get Derek to watch the show. I'm drinking Noah's Mill. What? Do you, what even is that? What is that? It's very good. Um, where does it come that's from? A, that's a wine bottle I right love there. the deck. Like, uh, it's by Willet. Um, but they... Huh. I got this um, two or three. Three. Three Father's Days ago. Hmm. Um, oh, wow. And it is my... I'm only going to drink this on special occasions, bourbon. And since we were having you all on as guests... And having Aww. Today, I wanted to drink it. Oh, yeah, Special ever say, ah, oh, one, two, three. Aww. Aww. Wow, okay. They were a little off. 
so. Let's hit it at the same time. <laughs> so, are we going to need like a talking stick being five of us? And we all are extroverts. We're all a bunch or of white dudes. Of we'll just yell over each other. We are. We all <laughs> think that we need to speak and have the spotlight. So, <laughs> Rachel isn't going to speak at all because, no. obviously. That's what, what the Bible says. First Timothy 2.12, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were a Hold little on. too quick with those. Can I tell, <laughs> a, can I tell a really small story? Bastards. Like 30 Please. seconds. Yes. Okay, so Collier and I went to this really, really expensive gala with Tom a few weeks ago. And yeah. me. And Rachel was there, too. Oh, yeah, Rachel was there. Derek wasn't there. <laughs> Erasing the woman already. I, I know. Come on. Okay, but you weren't there in the, in the Uber ride back to the hotel. That is true. But no. Was Collier was like, oh, it was fun, dude. Window, what happened? Was like, I'm about to puke. Oh. Okay, I didn't say that, but no, I was leaning out of the window, and they were worried about me. <laughs> so to try to distract Collier, I asked Collier to evangelize to our Lyft driver oh, and geez. tell him, like, lead him down Roman's Road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I, I whipped out all the... So I had tequila for the first time in a long time, and uh, I, I get very... Well, I mean, you, you all, Tom and Rachel, you saw how friendly I was with tequila. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was barely I not out. sober. You were, like, destroyed. Yeah, God. dude, I took like I took a lot of shots. Like I took a few shots at the bar with that friend I made that was a lawyer or something. <laughs> oh, dude, so, yeah, he bought us shots. We just I kept on taking tequila made, like, shots, friends. man. His verses yeah. were pretty accurate, though. I got I got like three of the verses on Roman's Road, yeah, and just was shouting them at the top of my lungs. <laughs> but though. then, but then April like turned to him and she's like, "Collier, you need to." And Collier turned to April, looked her straight ass in the face, and was like, "I do not permit a woman to speak in." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the car just screamed except the driver he was like let's get there fast oh <laughs> yeah, y'all, yeah y'all lost multiple stars off of your like was that Lyft or Uber rating <laughs> from that <laughs> I adore that so much hey I was thinking before we get into our discussion talking about the end times talking about am I gonna get raptured am I gonna get left behind before we discuss that I ran out of breath I think <laughs> We should have Rachel on the hot seat. Yes. I'm okay. Good. I think Rachel needs to be on the hot seat. Okay, Rachel, you're on the hot seat. For those hot of you who time. don't know, this is a practice in witchcraft that uh, hopefully wandering puts people through when they mm-hmm. have them on their show. So the we played it in youth group growing up. <laughs> you know, it's, what happens is there's a guest <laughs> preacher. He sits in the hot seat and you ask him the most random questions. I did. Mm-hmm. Basic rapid fire questions, quick questions, quick answers. Should we all take turns? I think I think we should, I would love. That. I think we should all take turns here. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Can you name the order though, Derek? Yeah, Derek. Derek, Derek uh, you're the MC. I'm the MC. You're the youth pastor. Uh, mm. um, <laughs> let's have uh, Tom. You started off, so we can get the uh, the, uh, the right. intimate, the intimate into it because. Um, mm. I, just, I want you to just ask her the worst questions possible. Okay. Um, and I need to know where the the bar is for that. Let's, okay, let's see. What was your favorite worship song back when you still went to church? So we we had books from, I want to say, the 1800s. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, you had, like, I, like, hymnals and stuff? Yeah, it was hymnals. Nice. So, mm. um... 
SBC lady. You know, I try my best not to think about those times. I surrender so all was my favorite. I surrender all. I surrender all slaps. Good, yeah. That's still a good song. Yeah. <clears throat> good. Good. I dig. Was Nothing it okay? Modern. So was it hymns of praise, songs of worship? Like which hymnal are we talking? Just said this dude knows the, the hymnal. I just said hymns. <laughs> this, because you know Derek like, is an ordained SBC minister. Yeah. Yeah. I am. That's, that's, wow. some, that's some OG. That's some OG shit. Yeah. <laughs> good. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I have. I'll, I'll. I'll ask the next one. Um. What is the absolute worst thing you've ever heard come out of a pastor's mouth? <laughs> oh, no, <sighs> these questions. I'd have to say, basically, he was saying anytime you sin, you're actively doing it to hurt other people, and everyone's pain is your fault. It, it was basically <laughs> just like. Any guilt you ever feel is true and it's real, and you need and you need to understand that you are always at fault. It was awful, and I think it was like on a Thanksgiving sermon. At a Thanksgiving sermon? (laughs) Oh my god! Did they ever give you guys the nails in service? Oh Oh, yes, and and then you had to and you had to nail it to the cross. Or yeah. even worse, oh, yes. you had to keep it with you in your pocket to remind you that Jesus died for you. But the implication <laughs> was that every time you sinned, and for real, we were always talking about porn. Every time you sinned, <laughs> you were nailing Jesus back to the cross. Which, <laughs> you just got like a no. thousand which nails in, in a room. Which is, a thousand nails in the Exactly. Life. You're just continuing to nail him to the cross. Which is, in retrospect, the funniest thing I've heard in my entire life. And just... <laughs> A complete heresy. My favorite ever was when I was forced to watch the video of Mark Driscoll oh, no. talking about all of like the very minute details of what would have happened to Jesus while being crucified. Oh, and then no. Him being like, how dare you? Oh, I like love that. Dude, because no, we... he was like, you put Jesus up on the cross and blah, 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 <laughs> yeah, blah, we did and it. all this other crap. Oh, Mark. Marky Mark. Oh, wow. You know? All right, Marky next. Mark Still, what's our next question? Uh, I'll go. Um, that's not Derek making the decision, Collier. But he probably would have <laughs> chose you anyways. <laughs> he would have. Derek would have chose me. Hey, um, I, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a monster god yeah. when it comes to picking and choosing. I was, I'm I was predestined by Derek. Uh, <laughs> d- Democrat. Rachel, um, you see a ghost right now. What is your reaction? I'm punching that shit. I know it's going to go straight through. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not coming out in one piece. It'll have a hole in the middle. Is, is a ghost even in pieces? Or is it like... Who fucking knows? It's about to be. <laughs> Violence immediately. You seem like one of those people that would like carry around like a little packet of salt. <laughs> to, for like just for the opportunity now i feel like i need like, to ghost comes out rips <laughs> <laughs> the no, thing I'll is get holy water she kind of feels like she has more of the ghost vibes like she's like if she wants to make an entrance to a room she'll just stand in the doorway and look at you until you see her that's kind of her <laughs> like that's your trademark babe yeah 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 that's, you, you I, are I've like seen that activity. yeah you are the little vec you're the little victorian girl ghost you've said this so <laughs> The, the problem the is, like, I don't want to, like... I'm yeah. just right about it. I don't want to 
surprise people by just suddenly saying things. So I just kind of stand there until they're ready to see me. But, but sometimes you'll just also like freeze and you'll be like perfectly still. <laughs> Introvert thing to say. Like, so, you know so profound. Uh, so you'll, you'll be there until someone's ready to see you. A specter. Yes. <laughs> okay. I would Great. say considerate of people's time. I mean this just, only just in a good way, my love. Yeah, all right. My love. Love that. My love. All right, yeah. next question. Nice. Okay, if you could erase one of the following people from existence, oh, who so would it excited. be and why? Oh, no. Would it be Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones, or Mark Driscoll? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Three. Probably, I feel like Tucker Carlson has poisoned a lot of our parents' minds. Uh, he, he's yeah. definitely the, doing the most damage, yeah. but they're all doing a lot of damage. Okay, but Again, to be fair, I, I work with one. multiple people who have InfoWars stickers like on their <laughs> cars. But also, Alex Jones is one of the funniest motherfuckers in this yeah, like, He is funny. Really good meme from that guy. He is such a funny the, guy. It's so... <laughs> like, do you want to have sex with me? <laughs> <laughs> And then there's there's you see Derek's gay pure frogs. Joy. Yes. Uh, uh, turn the frogs gay. gay. Obama turned my frog gay with chemicals. You know. Chemicals. Honestly, my, my favorite thing about Alex Jones was uh, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and everybody on Joe Rogan's podcast like drinks bourbon or drinks like a alcohol. Alex Jones was fucking drinking apple juice, <laughs> <laughs> and he was getting so worked up. And Joe was like. Okay, yeah, let's get you some more apple juice, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) What a horrible human being, but just so funny to be living in the same time that he is. His happy juice. His happy juice. His happy juice. Happy juice. God damn it. That's what my wife has to drink uh, when she's pregnant because (laughs) it's about the only thing she can drink. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. Okay, so are we doing more questions or are we getting into this? Uh, bro, we got to I think we got to one more round. One more round. Let's do it. One okay. more quick round. All right. All right. All right. I, 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 I'm going to I'm going to ask the question that I gave to Hopefully Wandering. What is your favorite flavor? No. Oven icy pop. I forgot. Uh, I like blue raspberry a lot. Fantastic. Next question. Um, That's why what I said. is your favorite flavor not Flava Flav? <laughs> Would that not be person flavored? No, it'd be Fava Flav flavored. Oh. You're asking her a question. <laughs> I'm not following. She rejects <laughs> it. <laughs> you don't know right now. That's hilarious. No, but like, why is why isn't your favorite flavor Flav? I don't. I don't think I've even. Old had man, it. we don't know who that what is. The fuck, are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm freshly 23, my guy. <laughs> Millennial energy up in here. I've got six years on this bitch. Oh. Um. <laughs> You're not over the hill yet. How old are you, Derek? I'm going to be 29 in October. Oh my god, you are old. 
I'm an old man. The aged gentleman. Aged. Father of two. <laughs> <laughs> old, old granddad. More like one old and nine. Old quarter. Desert Daddy Derek, as we Desert Daddy Derek. I love the alliteration. Uh, that, was a, that was a fun one. That was fantastic. We're good Baptists here. We, we have to have our alliteration. I think that was one of the episodes mm-hmm. where we literally didn't have a topic. We just rambled for 45 minutes and slapped <laughs> it on the internet. I don't think we actually had good. something to say. No, I really don't think we did. But it was also one of the first ones that we had had in a really long time. Yeah, we were just like so getting we just caught like, up on each other's lives. That's cute. We were just like pooping out a podcast because we hadn't done it in six months. <laughs> All right. Next questions because y'all little kids don't know anything. About <laughs> I didn't know. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Rachel, what is a question you would ask God? Why? What well, the fuck, dude? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Just why? That's, That's valid, yeah. That's a solid answer. Thank you. Okay, uh, bring us home. Yes. If you were a Pokemon gym leader, what type would you train and what would your aesthetic be? God, that's really good. So, I have a penchant for fire starters, but I want to say poison. Oh, tell us more. Can you also include like what your main mon would be? <laughs> He's got a clock. He's got a clock around him. Yes. Neck. Derek is currently holding up a picture of Flavor Flav. This is Flavor Flav. <laughs> Say it right, Flavor Flav. I'm too white. He was a rapper. Flavor and then Flav. Flavor he was Flav. a TV personality on The Flavor of Love, where they tried to hook him up. With a bunch of women. Did, he su- did, did they ever succeed in hooking him up with any woman? No, because they <laughs> actually made a spinoff <laughs> TV show of one of the women. And it called was the called I Love New York. And her name was mm. New York. Aww. And it was... My God. If you can imagine early 2000s MTV crap TV. Huh. It was hey. everything you could ever possibly imagine. I still want to hear the Pokemon answer. Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Derek, this is about me. This Thank is you. about Pokemon right now, Derek. I'm sorry, but there They're are four white things. dudes here. <laughs> uh, there are four white dudes here, and we need our attention. Wait, okay, so what were the other two things that I needed to answer? What's oh, your favorite mom? Pokemon, and like if you have an aesthetic for a poison gym. Okay, so the aesthetic would probably be... Um, like death? <sighs> What's my? What would you say my room's themed after? It's like dark. Okay, so her room is painted dark green, and she's got all kinds of like cool gold shit everywhere. It's all antique and shit. Everything is really old, and it's like slightly mm. gold tinted. Like she's got this like styrofoam skull that's painted gold that just has the best vibes. Um, your grandmother's attic, if she was cool and a witch. Yeah, your yeah your nice. your your grand your witch grandmother's attic. She will kill people. She'll probably kill you. And what would your Pokemon be? Well, my, fa- my okay. So my favorite Pokemon is either Volpix or um, oh, what's his name? Cyndaquil. I love Cyndaquil. Neither do oh, poison fire. type though. But they're not I poison. don't. I. You know what? That's okay. A new regional <laughs> poison type variant. Yeah, regional poison type Volpix. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, That'd I may cool. have flavor flavor on you all, but I have literally. No fucking idea what you all are talking about right now. I don't either. It's okay. We're talking about the the, <laughs> the the you know when like the, the the men who are pokey like you you poke them the mm-hmm. po- the pokey men. Oh, the men. You're the pokey man. The, the men who the pokey. Poker. See, for, yeah, for a know, short time, 
And on that note, <laughs> you got the whole squad laughing. For a short time, I wasn't even allowed to watch Pokemon or or do anything Too with sexual. it because of evolution and uh, anti-biblical stuff. So. I wasn't allowed to play Pokemon until like early high school, you know, like when you're just a little too old for it. When you're like yeah, no, kid. me too, me too. Yeah, I, I, it was Power Rangers for me. Oh, really? you weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers? Couldn't watch Power Rangers. Because they morphed into the mighty, the big one, or why? My mom was basically like, anything that has what could be construed as witchcraft in it. Hmm. How dare they become yeah, that's, that's Like the Bible? It's just, it's just like a mecha I couldn't, show. I couldn't watch Beyblade because they insinuated shows. that Moses part of the Red Sea with a Beyblade. <laughs> Yeah, he did. What? What? I've, d- I've never heard of that. It That's is a new in one. In the show. <laughs> That's fantastic. I need a clip. <laughs> Just look it up now. I'm okay. All right. I'm going to do the Joe Rogan thing. Like an anime Moses. With just the Please little Beyblade and the string. Beyblades have been used for thousands of events across of history. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, if you look up Moses parts the Red Sea, the first thing that comes up is Moses parts the Red Sea with a Beyblade. I no, thought- shit. <laughs> no. That is shit. unbelievable. I've never heard Google of that. It right now. I cannot Google it right now. This. I think that's the title. Of this podcast, Moses parted the Red Sea. With Moses parted the Red Sea with a Beyblade. That's hilarious. Are we? Where are we on the questions? All right, um, Rachel is currently getting. Oh no, that was the last one. That was the last. That one. was the last so, one. Yeah. yeah, Rachel is currently making drinks uh, mm, right now okay. to, to get a to get I us replenished. To get, I need to shoot this so I can be significantly. Good for you. Something for us, for the listener. This is it's it's late on a Friday night, so we're all going to just get trashed and talk about the rapture. So that sounds good. good. It's a good night. <clears throat> um, what are the odds, Tom and Elijah and Collier, that you all write a song called "The Trapture," <laughs> and it's just a trap music uh, song about how the rapture is stupid? Okay. Yeah. Tom will do it. Okay. I, I'm, I'm working I on behind it right that. now. The trap sure. <laughs> Tom's gonna write it by the time this episode's finished. He's gonna like show it to us. Yeah. Yeah. It is the rapture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the Yamaha? <laughs> yeah. All it's right. really good music. Okay. <laughs> While I'm pouring this glass, awesome. I want to ask you boys how big was the rapture in the theology of the uh are we naming ch- we're not we, we on theo bourbon are not afraid of uh, we we dox everyone oh. we, we, we yeah we just say everything because we do, we lack the high profile listeners that y'all have <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what yeah. fuck it Brag McMahon during Radiate <laughs> told us that when Fuck. we got raptured, that sex would be non-existent in heaven, but the intimacy with God would be so much better than Wait, the pleasure really? of orgasm. However, I'm pretty sure that is kind of the, the biblical implication, though, right? But I mean, you're I, yeah, forgetting yeah. that St. Teresa of... Uh, shit, Tom, help me. St. Teresa. I don't know St. Teresa. This is all you, dude. <sighs> I just had it in my head. There's a saint 
whose name was Teresa. Mother Teresa? And one, in her no. writings, she would talk about, she had a vision of an angel who came and pierced her heart with a spear. And she <laughs> no shitting had an orgasm from it. Damn. There's a lot of like really oh weird sapphic stuff. It's with, called with the, the Ecstasy of Saint Teresa. One of the um, good for her, right? The Dead statues ass. in one of the oldest churches in um, in Rome, I think, is of that, and it was made by some famous sculptor back in the day. So an angel can make Saint Teresa orgasm, but when you go to heaven, no more sex for you. Oh, yeah, like, or rather, or is it God's going to make you be just busting nuts all over the place? God's going to have sex with everybody in heaven, I guess. Faced. The rapture is just a giant earth nut. <laughs> I think you, you might be onto something. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we should bring back the medieval so, like, that's what sexual centering of like all theology. People are like dissolved into LCL. <laughs> yeah, they all busted a big orange I know. <laughs> I know, is, I, yeah, know no, no. I let you down. <laughs> I've been a fool to myself. I thought that I could. That's the true no ending of Evangelion. Else. Is just it's just a big nut. That's the ending. Oh, and the, and that and that's how EOE starts too, right? That's why Ray's yeah. naked. Oh, it is. Yes. <laughs> what if? So is it going to be led by uh, what's his name that dresses in the pink um, leotard and he goes finna bust a nut. Is, is that, you talking, pink that, that pink guy? That filthy Frank Joji? pink guy? Filthy Frank. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know filthy Frank is Joji. Like the sad, every reasons we should be complete. That's, that's filthy Frank. So really? He, he just, he rebranded so successfully that's that he, he just rolled his career as like an edgy comedian into being just a successful mainstream hip hop artist. That's oh incredible. God. I remember him having seizures in the middle of McDonald's for fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're somehow so far off from the rapture. Sorry, dude. We are okay. Well, well, okay. Wait, I can bring them together. So, speaking of nutting, were you ever taught about with masturbation? Did anyone ever talk about like, wait? So, what if what, while you're masturbating, Jesus comes back at that very moment? <laughs> no, as like a deterrent for why you should not. You mean Jesus? Dude, that was exactly what I like. We were taught what basically. Oh like, yeah, if you were, if you were in the middle, it was it, and it was the same thing. Like if you were gonna die or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Rapture, but if you're gonna die in general, like if you died while in the middle of sinning, then you didn't have a way to ask for forgiveness. And so if you didn't, mm-hmm. then that sin was gonna send you to hell. That's literally the whole the thing of that Martin Luther left the Catholic Church for. Yeah, because he literally wrote about how he's like, I used to be so worried that if I forgot to ask for forgiveness for a sin, it wouldn't be forgiven. Because in his understanding of theology, that's what it meant. But the whole point of the mm-hmm. the Reformation, from according to him, was now I don't worry about that as much anymore. As a it's Baptist, the once saved, saved, always saved. Exactly. Thing. Yeah, that's part of it. And then the other part of it is like kind of the uh, justification for people who trigger warning um, for anyone who's dealt with mental illness. Um, I think probably all five of us have done that. Um, <laughs> hell yeah, but, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, hell yeah, Lexapro and Wellbutrin. Um, but, I am um, raw-dogging reality right now. I used to not be oh able to God. do that, but now I can. Proud of you, bro. Thanks, um, The justification for people who commit suicide. If they were a Christian mm. their entire life, 
it doesn't matter because, as according to Thomas Aquinas, they are in the midst of committing a murder, so they could not ask for forgiveness for their own murder. So Same thing happens when you're murdering your penis. Hey. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Strangling that's that's scary. Scary. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, no, stra- that's- you're, you're literally shaking hands with the Pope. You're, you're strang- <laughs> you are you are STSing. You're strangling the serpent STS. right now. Yes, <laughs> you're STSing. <laughs> Anyone who's listening, so go go listen to no. uh, hopefully wandering. No. Uh, was it our purity culture episode where we talk about that? I think it was. <laughs> Derek, what is this? Me, me and Elijah seen. had a secret code called STS. We will so. consider releasing the screenshots of the Facebook group <laughs> message we had <laughs> at a hundred Instagram followers. Oh my God, Drop the DMs, it. leak them. We'll leak the Listen, DMs at a hundred followers what is it? on Insta. Have you all ever seen the preacher talking about polishing the shaft? Mm! Oh, yes! <laughs> is this real? I see a beautiful wife. That's a beautiful wife. And, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I want to I, I marry her. And, oh, yeah. Oh, it hurts. Yeah. I know it hurts. Oh, yeah. It's gonna hurt. It hurts. Oh, it's, it's going so to get better, though. And you know that he was like me too for being like an absolute creep and like having sex with like young girls, right? Oh, I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure. I never would have guessed. <laughs> Turns out the creep is a creepy creep. Who would have fucking guessed? <laughs> you know? when that list of all so the Rachel, we're going to show you that video later, Please. and it is going to change your life. Oh, I'm excited. I see a beautiful wife. <laughs> That's the line that always anyway, gets me. Um, the rapture. Um, is just yeah. polishing the earth's shaft of all of the good people. Mm. Um, That's a good way to tell you. Were all y'all terrified of like being left behind while your family got raptured? Because I know I was. Not yeah. at all. So I, I wasn't. I was like really secure That's in my uh, in my oh, salvation. You were one of those. Yeah, I, I felt like I was definitely going to be raptured, except for the for the masturbation. <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> That was the, that was my one fear. That if was Jesus, the one that was if Jesus get you. comes back while I'm strangling the serpent, oh fuck, he's gonna not take me. See, I was always worried. See, I'm gonna be honest because Brad McMahon also made me think I will never get to have sex if Jesus comes back really soon. I was always like, mm. I hope Jesus comes back like soon, but like, hope I get to like, you know, fuck. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope I get. Hope I'm like married first, if you know what I mean. You know, I, I had the same thought. I had the same thought. Yeah. Yes. There's not a person in my old youth group that I don't, that I'm not confident said that prayer of, Jesus, please don't come back until I can have a family. <laughs> until I can get married. Until I can... Until I can fuck. Jesus, let me get laid one time before you come <laughs> back. <laughs> one time. Oh, yeah. God. No, that... <sighs> I'd like to go there um, with you guys. Um, the original question being how that affected like theology as a whole. Yeah. Because especially like with my Baptist church, escapism mm. was extremely important. Beulah land, you know, Beulah land. Yeah, like they yeah. sang that song. It made me weep. And now I think about it. I'm like, as good as that song is. And as much as I love Alison Krauss, God damn. Like, yeah, I know that song made you shit before. So <laughs> <laughs> it made that Derek song, shit. Like, I, I'm longing for a country that it, I just, it, it formed the entirety and the entire basis of like evangelism of 
how you controlled your behavior of um the reason that Jesus came and died and all of that kind of thing like it, it was, was to take you to Beulah up. land it yeah. was all wrapped up in rapture left behind theology and i mean i think i have um maybe this is a little controversial but people who are that focused on basically like fuck this world the next world is so much better this one doesn't even matter the whole christian nationalist bullshit kind of makes sense like oh definitely all, yeah. all of that way of thinking like and i know no, that, that was, I, I had a lot of people who was, like didn't understand why i gave so much i don't know i was like so forgiving of that mindset but i was like because when your beliefs are so focused on lies mm-hmm. it makes sense but, but like, was, if you but if you're focused on making this world we live in right now better, oh no no, that's literally accelerationist bullshit that's going to ruin the world. But if you're not focused on making this world better and you're just trying to get as many people living in holiness as possible so they have a chance at getting saved, they're trying to save the world, but they're doing it by dooming the universe we're currently in. But see, mm. that was that wasn't even the point of the theology that they gave me. The point of it was that we were trying to make the end times happen quicker. They're trying to bring around the third <laughs> impact. They're, they're trying to unite the seed of. Yeah. They're trying to unite like, the seed of Adam with the seed of Lilith, the unholy like the union. What Cri- <laughs> Derek speak? I know I let you like, down. The Christian nationalism piece of it was. Like, we were trying to get Israel to be its, you know, like the, whatever the prophecies are of Israel's got to be the nation and Jerusalem's going to come and come down from And and it's the temple being, like, moved to the specific spot that it needs to be in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is all about, like, making the things happen so that God will then be able to come back. Because... (laughs) The general belief is that America is the precipice of God's Mm. attention for the renewal of the ages or whatever. That the entire purpose of America exists to make the end times happen. Yeah. I believe How the fuck did they get to that conclusion? (laughs) Because of John Dabney. Oh, yeah? Have you all ever heard of John Dabney? No, but I've heard the name. No, Human Instrumentality Committee, you know? So John Dabney was an an heir to the Dabney, like, it was an old, I think, Scottish? Scottish family? I can't remember, but they were, um, have y'all ever heard of Loftus Hall? Mm-mm. Super, no, so, super no. duper haunted place in Ireland. Loftus Hall, um, I don't even know. They They owned that, the family owned that, and I think he might have grown up there, I can't remember. Um... But basically, this dude was like a self-proclaimed prophet. He tried to, you know, make end-time type of, you know, uh, prophecies and all that kind of thing. Um, He got one random thing right and a bunch of other things very wrong. But people saw that one thing right and they said, this guy knows everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he literally came up with the theology of the rapture in like 1890 and it hadn't shown up at all oh my god i i was like reading about this yesterday and apparently he got the idea from this girl who had like a vision once yes yeah no there was like it was a catholic um 
don't know if she was a nun or just like a girl that had like said she had a ton of psychotic visions and that's basically where the entire rapture thing came up with i forgot what her name was and, and, and so that was the guy who basically made it into a theological proof text you're saying Derek. yeah which i mean it's insane thinking that like that happened in what so 1890 was around when like this theology started to emerge and then dl Yet, M- like moody got super into it in the u.s yeah. and everything went downhill from there. <laughs> And yeah, Sorry, so now it was it was John Darby. Darby, John Darby thank okay. You. Yes, so, yeah. Okay. So so John Darby uh was the kind was the Scottish guy who kind of first started spreading that word. And then it came to the US as all, you know, the best things do. He uh, also, with with Moody um had his own version of the Bible that huh. basically like was complete and utter like it was everything he thought in the interpretation of the Bible. Oh, wow. So, like, all of these things, and it's actually, have you ever heard of the Schofield Bible? Yeah, I've heard of that. That's I have. Him. I've only heard of a Schofield unit. Oh, okay. Doesn't that have to do with, like, heat or something? Schofield. <laughs> yes, yes, the Schofield, the Schofield unit is how spicy a pepper is. Schofield. Yes. The Schofield level. Mm. Any y'all into hot sauce? Y'all, should we do a Hot Ones episode? Of I want to do. Oh, hot, we I want to do a Theo Bourbon Hot Ones. That'd be so. Bro, let's let's get together ones. and do a oh Hot Ones. That's awesome. Yes. That'd be so fun. Anyway, um, <laughs> so all of this rapture theology coming from that, and then that becoming this kind of like nationalistic, really, it, it's kind of like what you were saying, Tom. This very we are aliens in this world. This world is not our home. Our home is somewhere else. And then just like not giving a fuck about anything, but the escapism of that new world is why people think the way they do, especially in times like now where people are like, Oh, we can't change a person's heart. So we shouldn't have gun laws because, um, everyone's just going to kill everyone anyway and nothing's going to get better until we all go to heaven and Jesus comes back. Yeah. I remember um mm-hmm. at, at Asbury. Oh goodness, what was his name? He's one of the theology guys. Um the he's a, like the shorter guy. He was more progressive before other people at Asbury were. He and John are pals. Oh, oh Brian Hull? Yes, Brian Hull. So, I remember Brian Hull. He very subtly and unsubtly, it was him and Bud. He and he, he and Bud were tag teaming. Um, uh, it was like mission and something. It was like the second theology class you take. It was after theology you take this one. It was an excellent class. Um, even as a deconstructed, pretty progressive, pseudo Christian, maybe atheist sometimes, sometimes pantheist, all that. Even speaking as I am now, it was a fantastic class. Um, but I remember he asked, he's like, so what is the answer? What is our point? Are, are we going to say, like, screw this world? We're going to try, try to take as many people with us to heaven? Or are we going to say heaven is something that we are charged to create on earth? And that is the point of yeah. Christianity. And he would basically ask, like, so what do you think? And basically have the entire class duke it out. Well, he very unsubtly kind of said, it's the second one. It is always the second mm. one. It's like, mm. you like, it is... The whole point is that you are the hands and feet of Jesus 
to transform this world from a place with a lot of hurt and pain into somewhere that is like heaven, where people treat each other well, where we live as brothers and sisters, you know, like that is the ultimate goal. And, and that was kind of his ultimate thing that, and then when people asked about like, so is heaven like a thing after we die? And he's like, I don't, I don't think about it. Why are you thinking about that so much? Why are you worried about that? And he would like, yeah. blame you for trying to have this escapist thing because the, because the, the gospel, it, when you read the gospel, it is not an escapist thing. It is very mm-hmm. much a here and now thing. You know, Jesus it's didn't say active. to the feeding of, of, when, when he now. fed the 5,000, you know, here he wasn't just like, he, he wasn't here, just like, hey, far wherever you are. <laughs> but, he, but he didn't go wow. say to the 5,000, hey, yeah. you know what? You're going to get your, your, your food in heaven, but now you're just kind of screwed. He's like, no, here's some food. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not a Which, great example, but it's the one I had stuck in my brain. So I said it. Yeah. So I would like, argue that, that Paul maybe like... Um, escalated Paul, the... Paul's a bitch. We all know that. <laughs> he is Listen. a bitch. He escalated that, that focus on eschatology, keeping your eyes on heaven. I mean, and the, the thing is, to read Paul's writings, you gotta, you gotta see that Paul was convinced that Jesus was coming back like in the next two years, you know? He was coming like, back yesterday. He was coming back like right now. Yeah, so that, yeah. that frame. You can hear those trumpets calling at any second now. But, yeah, you know, when I was at, when I was at Voice, actually... Um, to give some of the students there a little bit of credit, they, they, I had a lot of conversations with some of those students about should we sing songs like uh, Jesus come, come now, you know, Jesus come down, like please bring the rapture now, stuff like that. Because um, if we go by that theology of when the rapture comes, everybody that does not believe in Jesus is going to hell, should we sing that before we have reached every nation on earth collier but the thing is with the boy students whoever's gonna be known by jesus will have already been known because <laughs> they're predestined anyway so That's it doesn't thing. matter yeah. there's no I mean, point to yeah. even try to go on mission because they already know love. god exactly predestination I, theology makes no sense like j.i packer it. tried to do make it make sense in evangelism and the sovereignty of god but it still made no sense what do you love Derek? i love that you all have now affirmed and doxed the college that you all were talking about because <laughs> I went to Boyce as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. that's right. Yes. Docs, docs, docs. Hello, alumni. About it, li- well, I went for one semester and I said, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. So, and, and, and that's when you joined a cult. That's when I joined a cult. <laughs> Not a joke. Uh, that actually happened. Yeah. It actually happened. That's pretty um, cool. No, this but is... I'm just glad to know that that is the school. Can't have pressure on this. Wait, wait talking what about, was the cult, and, though? Oh, um, it's called, should I dox it? I'm a dox it. Uh, Life Action Ministries. Um, I've heard of Oh, I've heard of that, yeah. You'll, they actually have meetings about it at Boyce. Um, <laughs> oh, that's where action. I heard about it and where I signed up because I followed a girl that I thought was cute. There we go. Did you get engaged to her, though? It's okay. Didn't I what? Were you you engaged to her, or am I making this up? No, different person. Um, (laughs) What a play. Being engaged and not following through. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Ooh. God, that's what it's all about. uh, If you all want to go to my church's YouTube channel and watch my testimony, I talk about it. Nice. Um, But, yeah, no. um, I think... There's so much, and and Tom, you had texted a specific word to me about what kind of to talk about there, and I think it kind of goes along with that elect part of it, 
um, which is dispensationalism. Yeah. Um, and predispensationalism. Um, yeah. Whether or not the um, the church, y'all are just like slurping on each other's faces. Like, we kissed each other. Times. That was a kiss between a loving couple. That wasn't me. No, I'm, I dig it, but I'm really sad because Elijah and Collier's screen is just a picture of them, and I, I can't see them kissing. They're kissing. I wish you could see. We're gonna kiss for you right now. We were kissing. <laughs> I just want to say that if you all ever want to win at beer pong. Ask Jacob Johnson, and he will attest that I absolutely fuck at beer pong. Good. We don't. Um, we, uh, Rachel and I played as a team, and we lost so hard last time we played. <laughs> did you have to kiss? We had to kiss at the end, and we did. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I thought so you were saving the worst. God, it was so gross. You're not saving kiss for marriage? I can see Tom like, not even <laughs> looking at the pong, beer pong just being like... <laughs> oh no i was really trying that's what's so embarrassing about it we just our hearts, our hearts were not in it, it was i was good. i was yeah. emotionally done with the day yeah. you know what i mean that's yeah. what i did i just i All wanted right. to kiss tom so, that's why i lost Back to our <laughs> thanks buddy so so nice all of what we're what all of that is um <clears throat> so with kind of that, the um, dear listener, if you do not know theological concepts that really don't matter, um, dispensationalism, predispensationalism um, has to do like pre millennial or pre dispensationalism. Pre dispensationalism, yes, okay, um, is about the promises of god and whether those promises were specifically intended for the people of the like just israel are we just talking or, about jewish people or are we talking about everybody yeah yeah and or is it for the church adopted yes hmm. um so the dispensation of promises if you will mm-hmm. um so with that comes premillennialism, postmillennialism, amillennialism, in times eschatology type stuff. Being because a there are promises yeah. that God made that if you were to read it in a way that says this is for everyone, then sure you can make a you can make a case for some type of eschatology that makes sense. Or if you don't, then you could make a case for another one. So really, it really just has to do with specifics yep. of semantics. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one thing that while I was at Boyce, one of my best friends there, um, was like this really big, like hulking, maybe like 300 and something pound bear of a man. We called him Big Bear, and I was Little Bear because I weighed about a buck twenty-five back then. Oh, I've never seen um, Skinny Derek, but I'm intrigued Twink to see Derek. pictures. Skinny Twink Derek, super is skinny Derek. Twink Derek, um, Twink Derek. Let's um, see him. Bring him out. Okay, let me finish my point. <laughs> Do it right now. I, I, I only know Barrick here. You know what I mean? Um, Barrick. But, but what Big Bear? I called him Big Bear. He called me Little Bear. Um, what he would say is theology is just semantics. Hmm. Um, based. and I really dug that because extremely based, I kind of believe in that, like 
Calvinism uh-huh. <laughs> is really just a language that people speak to proclaim a certain truth that is unknowable. Hmm. Arminianism is the same thing. Um, it's better. Any type of like specific that you get into that is just semantics. Um, but those semantics can lead to very, very dangerous shit. Um, so, mm, which okay. is why you need yeah. to acknowledge that it is just a language. So, like, rapture theology, like, that comes from one fucking verse in Thessalonians. Yep. <laughs> one. Yeah. And they made an entire eschatological theology out of it and, and a whole novel of fan fiction about like russia <laughs> and like the fiction. antichrist dude i just saw the other day Wait, is that left I, behind I, or is that like about a, how a an italian problem. guy is going to become the president and he's going to be the name? antichrist like, like, Rome, he was from like Ro- yeah it was rome Nicol- uh, nikolai Carpathia, bro nikolai Carpathia was like a russian <laughs> though he's like he's like a slob was he russian he's a slob something bro, they would, i thought they They'd be so cool with an Italian doing this. No, no, no. I mean, he. No, I, I know. See, he, I, he, thought, he used I always Rome. thought maybe it's just because maybe it's my memory because of like I haven't watched Left Behind in a really long time. But I thought they made him Italian because he was Catholic, and they were talking about how I, can't I feel like no, he no, used they were like Rome super anti-Catholic. As his, as the thing base. is, they had a shitty pope, and the pope was like. Because he was supposed to be, like, liberal. And, like, you know, the implication was, like, the conservative Christians go to heaven. The liberal Christians are all, you know, going to hell. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the whole point is that all of the trad Caths went to heaven and they were raptured. Yeah. But all the liberal Catholics stayed behind. So then the Pope said, hey, you know what? We know what happened. All of those really ru- cruel, mean judgmental Catholics, they all got taken away by God so we could have heaven on earth. And that's what they said the Fair. Pope said, uh, which is which is extremely funny in retrospect. No, Nikolai Carpathia was a Slav. <laughs> he was a Slav, and he was an okay. absolute Russian Chad. He's the coolest Antichrist ever. Nikolai, Bro, Car- I, Nikolai Carpathia I would love that if rocks. all the conservatives the like best. went away when the rapture and we just got to make heaven on earth by ourselves. That would be so great. Even if we are all like eternally doomed, at least we get like seven at years least of peace get before at least God a kills thousand all of years us. Of dope ass. We get a thousand years like, of us doing whatever the fuck we want. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. A, a thousand no. years of abortion still being legal. Ah. Oh, god. Yeah. Don't, no, and, and that's that's the thing I think about rapture theology. Uh, you know, like you can say like, oh, it's just theology. It's just a a, a, a idea of what's going to happen. But I think where it gets really dangerous is um, I think Tom we talked about in your episode, honestly, yeah. on, on our on our podcast about like the the differences between eschatology and ecclesiology. And how, I'm going to be honest, I tuned out as soon as you said eschatology, but you are right. <laughs> Everything you're saying is correct. Well, when people talk about, when people prize eschatology, and for anyone who doesn't know, it's like the theory of like heaven and the afterlife and all that type of stuff, people prize that over the ecclesiology, or in layman's terms, like the, the daily, everyday being of religion and of, yeah. of life. If you prize the afterlife over this current life, you're going to get bad results and you're going to get people excusing anything in the name of, oh, we're trying to save souls. We're trying to get people to heaven. We're trying to get more people raptured, you know? Yeah, and, you can uh, legitimize anything if it's about you'll be eternally tormented if you don't let me be crappy to you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that was – so we had a prophecy preacher 
come for a revival at my uh, old SBC church. I wonder where that And was. that man actually literally said, our eschatology fuels our evangelism. Hmm. Like I mean, he, he's he actually, honest, you know, he's an honest he guy. He said the quiet part out loud. Like, yeah. if yeah. we, and he had a map, he had a picture, he had a laser pointer, and he said, it was a timeline, and he said, this is where we are right now, and in about seven years, this is where the end of the world, or this is when the thousand year reign of Jesus is going to happen, and huh. then right here is where the end of the world is going to happen, that's when the rapture is going to happen. He had things laid out on a when, timeline. He laid it out on a timeline, because... Get this. Red cows were being born in Jerusalem. So because of that, <laughs> that means that the okay. end... See, I still remember like John Hagee counting the blood moons and shit. Red cows. Red cows. Every red good cows. boy does fine. Why Is that the red? ones that make strawberry milk? Why were they red? The fat cats go down <laughs> alleys eating bread. <laughs> no, we should do an episode on the blood moons because that shit. Oh, oh dude, that would be amazing. Red? I want to talk about the blood moons. Personally. Anyway, um, all of that to say, Rachel, Derek. give me, give me, give me your thoughts because we we got to get you in here because I know, we got to get a feminine opinion. Like on this I shit. might have grown up Southern Baptist, but you grew up like real Southern. Baptist. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be honest. We didn't talk about the rapture that much. Really? We're we, it was all old people. There was like maybe three young people, so they weren't that worried about the rapture. They weren't gonna, gonna live die. long enough to see exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so they like worried more about like be kind to your neighbors, and we hate gay people, and oh, it's okay if you cheat on your wife. Just make sure you repent because you're saved already. It's like it's like shit like that. We're like I love this accent gay. I'm hearing from you right now. This is new. <laughs> Listen, yeah. get, get, I mean, Rachel, I don't know if you're the same way, but get me in a room full of people who are from like Eastern Kentucky. Oh yeah. You just switch. Or like I grew up on a farm in Henry County. Like get get me in a room with a guy who has a Southern accent and I'll come out with my, my dad's, (laughs) my dad, my mama and my grandmama's. And my dad talks like this. This is how my father talks. He talks like this. No, aren't you all from Somerset, yes. though? Which one of y'all is from Somerset? Uh, I was born in Somerset. I only lived there for about two years. Because okay. I, yeah. I listen, when I listen to y'all's podcast just ever so slightly, yeah. sometimes it comes out a little bit. You know, like, I, feel there's like my Appalachian, I feel like there's my sometimes, Appalachian bitch. Yeah, I, got, I got some like country that tries to come out. Elijah's got a little bit more, maybe. He's he was. Elijah's got some know, serious country. I don't know what you're talking about. Tom, you're just a Highlands Louisville bitch. So like, <laughs> you I, I, I grew up on the east side to Cleveland fucking parents. They're Cleveland people. I talk like a goddamn Cleveland person, goddamn and I say y'all. I say y'all because it's a good word. It's a helpful word. It's Rachel. an evolved word. Can I just say that, Rachel? I'm yeah, so sorry. No, Tom. It's your Tom. turn to talk. Tom, <laughs> Tom would be like, "I'm so glad you say y'all," because I feel like don't, people don't say that enough, and th- that's maybe like the only country thing that Tom says. It's a good word. It's a good occasion. Word. I will listen to your country music with you sometimes. I have a listen. playlist that says I fucking hate the South, but I love but these hit because there there's good country music. Listen, 
Patsy Cline is the Amen. Yeah. single greatest songwriter that has ever lived. Kentucky's got some good ones. And by that, Patsy Cline, if you have never listened to Patsy Cline, dear listener, listen crazy. to the song I Fall hmm. to Pieces and Crazy, and crazy. you will know that Patsy Cline is the greatest single songwriter, maybe on par is John Prine, who is from Kentucky. John Prine, those two, go listen to them. That is when country used to be good. Now country makes me physically ill. Um, Rachel. Yes. Back to it. Hi. So you did. So you grew up with more like <laughs> of a of a generation that really wasn't super Pauline, I guess, which is like. The end times is going to happen tomorrow. Jesus is coming back today. Yeah. Um, type of theology. But it was more of like, we're just waiting for the day. Yeah. Like we talk um, we talk about Revelation sometimes. And I remember like religiously reading it because it was like the most interesting thing in the Bible that I could find. Um, so it's nuts. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the absolutely best. nuts. But they'd never talk about it. They would just, like, kind of talk. They would, like, reference it. But, again, like, they would say, oh, that's so far in the future. Because, literally, I think at the time I was one of the youngest people there. And then the jump from there was someone who was, like, 40 or 50. One one morning at the coffee shop I work at, I was like, hey, we're going to talk about the book of Revelation this morning. And uh, we just I used it as, like, story time hour. Aww. And it was really fun. And I was like, and then they break the first seal. And it was really fun. It was a good time. It's we cool. won't talk about the seals. We we don't have enough time. To talk about oh no, the, the seven-headed queen. Why'd you do that? <laughs> it was a seal. It's been a seal. We what could talk that? about the harlot. We could talk about the dragon. We could talk about uh, tag the yourself. Fact that the harlot, the dragon, the seal, the harlot and the dragon, the red dragon. Um, very good movie. Red, red cows. Dragon. Red cows in Israel. <laughs> red cows in Israel. Red cows. Red cows. Fucking red cows. God, don't get me started. Um, okay, so. Elijah Collier. Back to kind of the first question with all of that. Um, the bourbon is finally hitting me and it feels so good. Good morning. I can, I can watch it happening to you. Have you been watching it? Your <laughs> yeah. eyes are just slowly... <laughs> That's awesome. It's a good um, thing our video isn't on. <laughs> oh, it's so bad over here right now, guys. Okay, sure, just so up. just it's tell snuggling. me, like, Aww. I know as like a Southern Baptist, like that type of shit is just so deeply ingrained, and it's not even maliciously. No, like it it's isn't. it's literally like a beautiful longing for a better day because, mm. like. Um, I could even, you know, talk about like, um, you know, like the strain of Baptists that are significantly like people of color, um, and more, more specifically like the black church, like this longing for a day that is better, a day that justice will be had, a day that will like come about that will end the time of suffering and in the time Beulah of, Land is just. It's a place of complete it, 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 and it, full justice. It is literally Psalm 23, the place where he makes me lie down in green mm. pastures, where I do not fear evil. I do not fear 
death. I do not fear these things. Like, that is literally the epitome of Christianity, is that death is defeated. Death is um, suffering, and all of these things are defeated. Jesus literally said, Death was arrested, and my life began. What a shitty song. (laughs) That song sucks ass. Um, It's on But it will literally make me cry if I'm drunk enough. So, uh, but like this idea of like escapism isn't necessarily bad as Hmm. long as you are actively looking for the liberation of people that an unjust society, like that's the reason like when you live in an unjust society and I can't speak to that because I'm a, I'm a white passing for straight dude who literally like i'm i'm like look at me like whatever <laughs> like but for, for yeah. people Bandana's like if you've sus. ever read like james cone or like glasses. liberation <laughs> theology particularly for people of color like they long for that world that heaven on earth where a just society will be mm-hmm. but knowing humans for who they are mm-hmm. like that escapism is actually a good thing but when escapism becomes a thing for the empire or for those who have privilege, that's when it's fucking dangerous because they yeah. then they can say we don't do we don't have to do a goddamn thing. Oh, for sure. Jesus is going to come back in a second. So for you guys specifically, like you guys with hopefully wandering, I love that title. Because I think it's it it really for like for our two or three listeners, Perts, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> hey Matthew, Perts. we love you. Hey Matt Perts, uh, we won't dox you this time. Um, I believed it all out last time. It's okay. You did believe it all out. That was good. Yeah. Um, but for for those listening, like hopefully, wandering is such a good title for people who are like post pre whatever deconstructing. Um, talking about like the specifics of, of kind of the things that you all talk about when it comes to this type of thing with the rapture with escapism with whatever it is like for you guys the mega church experience the almost like inconsiderate theology how does that kind of like affect where you all are now? Um, like kind of looking back, looking because you know, like me and Rachel, we grew up different. We grew up in the Baptist church. We Built different, up, brother. Like that was such a big precipice of what the Baptist church was. Was the rapture? Like that was our thing. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Visions of rapture. Blah 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 blah. Like. That was our thing, but for you guys and how that kind of shaped your theology, how, when you look at that now, is there anything good about it? Or is there any, or should you just like, fuck that shit, get rid of it, like, don't even think about it, or is eschatology Hmm. like, I'm going to leave a little shout out because I always do. Tom, you know I got to bring him up. Mr. David Bentley Hart. Um, you love your goddamn boy, don't you? 
<laughs> I love him so much. He's so good. If y'all have never heard of David Bentley Hart, look him up. Um, like talking about eschatology, like eschatology matters, but it only matters when it's helpful. I don't know, um, me, I find an incredible amount of comfort in dying and being dead. I don't know about you. Like, I find that f- the concept of, like, when we die, it's just, like, sleep forever as way better than any other thing. Like, I am okay with being done. At the end of the day, I like going to sleep. And if that means mm. at one point I'm just tired as hell and I'm like, I think I'm just kind of done. And going to sleep forever, I'm going to be honest, that sounds, <laughs> that, that's, that slaps so it goddamn pretty hard. pretty good, yeah. Like, um. Resting with the eternal fathers. Resting Here's the with, thing, like, if, if, if that is, if that is my concept, a concept of Sheol, Sheol. Mm. No, but like, if the, but that concept Sheol. of like, I, I love John Ray McMillan so much to this day. <laughs> I listen to him like every day. What a mystic. Mm. What a dude. And that one time when I was like, hey, death in reverse sounds like tarot. Are you into tarot, John McMillan? And he was I like, I know nothing of tarot. He, that is the only time I've ever interacted with John Ray McMillan. <laughs> and it was him slam dunking on one of my tweets. God, I, he nice. fucked you up so bad. It's he still put a period at the end of that. It, it, it hurts to this day because death in reverse sounds like a tarot reference. Yeah, it is. But whatever, because it's the death card in reverse. And I think Anyway, st- Elijah and Let Collier, them. I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to finish up what I was saying. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, but like, <laughs> I, I think that's interesting because as someone who grew up in that, like, in, in the, uh, in the, I'm going to say it, directionally motivated church, in the Southeast Christian directionally church influenced. <laughs> Directionally <laughs> influenced, that's what it is, but... Um, <laughs> But at, at Southeast, yeah, we kind of just Kyle talked about Eidelman this thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uncle Kyle, <laughs> I'll dox shit. Uh, Uncle I'm, Uncle no, Kyle, I've had oh, Uncle no. Kyle five classes. Oh, no. Y'all have Southeast now, <laughs> but I've had five. I I have not counted. I'll dox. It's two directions. Two Dude, directions. Uncle Kyle <laughs> sent me like. Well, he sent Blakely and I five hundred dollars worth of Amazon gift cards for Christmas. Very cool of him. With it, what? where's mine? Y'all are up in that shit. Was. 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 B- back okay. in the day when they still oh, they liked you, Elijah. Now. Me and Tom. No, Elijah, call your... Me and Tom, we're trying to get Ryan Post on this podcast. Bro, I still think we, we should can. all reach That's out to thing. him. I still think we can do it. I just think it'll be a tame episode. Let's reach I out to him. You know, both of us together, he's, Theo he's Bourbon, just kind of and like, hopefully wondering Theo Ho or... Uh, Ho... <laughs> That's what this. Uh, that's what this podcast is going to be. That's we, what this. We can is. get Ryan Post. Fee ho Purbin. Um, okay. No. Okay. That's because okay. I'm Elijah. I'm going to share. Your, yeah. Please Elijah, share about Elijah, all you of talk. the things. So this has been a little bit of my episode to to dox a little bit and to be a little more open and honest because I think with the hopefully wandering podcast that we ho- want to the ho podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we really the horror podcast. <laughs> no, I said the, the, you all heard me say "holy boys," and what I was saying was H O E. Whoa! I love it. That was like two hours ago. In this house, we stand sex workers. <laughs> we stand sex workers. Yes. 
So, so on our podcast, I feel like outside of like traditional conservative toxic evangelicalism, we haven't made a ton of statements endorsing like a particular worldview. Mm. But like <laughs> we do that all the time. That's just like a you yeah. thing. We're so bad at it. <laughs> well, we so endorse gonna, everything this, and nothing the at the same, same time. <laughs> Basically, if you believe in hell, you're a fucking jackass. You're a piece of shit if you believe in hell, but you can believe (laughs) literally anything else. So, there has never been anything in Christianity that motivated or made me excited or looking forward to anything in the future outside of, like, what was immediately exciting to me for being in full-time worship ministry. Like, Mm -hmm. the idea of heaven was not appealing the idea of feeling guilt for uh, lusting for the rest of my life was not appealing. Heaven the, sounds boring. I think heaven sounds boring. And as much as like I do like enjoy these conversations, like rehashing um, theology that I discussed like in Bible college or that I discussed when I was really motivated to be part of um, like the evangelical community or Christian community, whatever you want to call it. The Bible God lovers. (laughs) I'm so disassociated with it right now, and I feel so good. It's crazy because I grew up from a very young age with my dad communicating to me why if a fucking liberal president comes into office that we're going to institute the end times and he's going to be the Antichrist. So... Coming back. Hey, to the but that'll just do the end times. Hey, we want to make the end times happen. We oh, want to bring back the third We want giant naked I'm, Ray to rise up and bring us all inside of her. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dox this person because they are so special to me, and I mean that in the most familial, intimate way. But they said to me, and to I think I, I'm almost sure it was at a small group I was in. Barack Obama is the so <laughs> lined up with the left behind Antichrist. He's just like a cool guy. Now and he like, did blow like, up a lot of people even, in Syria, but I would have a beer with him. I mean, I mean, he's like a war criminal. But of all the war criminals, <laughs> but, okay, I know, ev- every like fucking U.S. president is no. But anyway, just to oh, did I tell you that, once? Like, my dad used to work in uh, an office building ah, where Barack on, Obama had an office in his own bathroom. Oh, no. I gotta tell you. Okay, so here's <laughs> the thing. My dad briefly worked for a company where Barack Obama was one of the main donors because Barack Obama is an insanely rich dude. Like, yeah, even before being president, he was an insanely rich guy. He's like a very, he's a smart businessman. He knows where to invest. How much money money has Obama made from weed as far as politics? I have no idea about weed, but definitely war crimes, a lot of money. Um, In (laughs) in Minecraft, in Roblox, I didn't really need it. Anyways, um, but uh, so Obama had an office in a building which my dad worked. And my dad was like, okay, cool. So Obama's got a building here. They're like, hey, he's a great guy. If you say hi to him, be like, hey, it's cool to meet you. He'll shake your hand. He'll take a picture with you. Really nice guy. But one thing, do not use his bathroom. He's got a private bathroom in his office. And if anyone uses it, he will know and you will be immediately terminated. (laughs) So like, that was like the thing that Obama is a really cool guy. But his one thing is he needs a private bathroom. If he does not have his private bathroom. That tells me that Obama takes 
the most massive shit. Just awful shit. It's disgusting. Just <laughs> the worst shit. He needs he a want private space to, to express himself. <laughs> <laughs> when will war criminals have rights in this country? I war don't know. Criminals, <laughs> the only rights that war criminals oh, have is that they have the biggest asshole in the world. And they can take the biggest shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, praise God! Am I right? From from whom yeah. all blessings flow? Um, okay. Elijah, did, did you want to continue with your, with yeah, your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, just do. just one 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 final closing message is just that the rapture. We're talking about the rapture specifically, right, Derek? Yeah. Okay. The rapture, I think, hasn't really been used for any positive thing ever. And Collier spilled hit the bourbon bottle the <laughs> second time tonight. Right now. Collier, get your yeah. shit together. You spilled the goddamn second bourbon time. bottle. We had to, like, mute the mics for a second. We were laughing so hard earlier. It's on a small money. guitar case. <laughs> it's sitting on my Okay, but, but, but the, cap, the cap is closed, so it didn't do anything How bad. It, it just. Okay. The rapture's not been used for anything good ever. I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's not biblical, nor do I care if it's biblical or not. Good for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. You, like, I'll, I'll don't like too, the yeah. Bible and shit. Weird guy. Weird guy. Weird that, know. you know, Thessalonians might not have actually been written by Paul. Guys, you <laughs> fucked you on him. You got How him. bad Daniel is from a historical perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I think doing some research into this. Dan- yeah. yeah Dan- Turns out Daniel was written like 10 years ago. I don't know. Bro, <laughs> like, the, the, the dates of when Cyrus became king are completely wrong. Belshazzar yeah. is just like. Hey. Not Nebuchadnezzar. He made all that shit up, dude. Listen, listen. Trump is the modern day Cyrus. Oh, you're right. Yeah, God's going to use him even though he's not a godly guy. (laughs) We're all so fucking like, I am so inebriated. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, (laughs) I'll echo what Elijah said, though. This is an incredible episode of the show. It's so bad. Sorry, my agnosticism was like coming out really hard there. No, you're good. I'm like kind of drunk. No, 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 no. We want that old story. We want that from you. I want to hear a story so bad. Yes. Yes. Can I tell? Can I tell you all story? I want to hear. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm willing to go as long as you all want to. I don't oh, I'm good tomorrow. too. Yeah, me neither, dude. I'm, I'm juiced up, dude. Dude, so I don't Friday, have work tomorrow. Collier and I need to get um, drunker and it's smoke. Friday, so fucking Rebecca Black, be a long bro. Episode, and I'm good. No, let's that. do it. Um, I let's fucking do it. Three dude. hours. Fill me up, Collier. Rebecca Black so, is sponsoring this. We're fucking I, Friday. So, so my church was at um, Pride Festival in Lexington. Um, partnered alongside the people that we. Um, we use their building as our um, place of worship. Uh, Beaumont Presbyterian. They're wonderful. Thank you, Beaumont Presbyterian. You rock. I talked to, and I'm trying to remember what reminded me of this. Um, really what you all were talking about, Elijah Collier. Um, I can't see who's talking right now. And I have sorry. not. Yeah, no, sorry. so I, I I know whose voice is whose, but I'm so. I'm call here. <laughs> I'm call here. <laughs> no, don't confuse him. Not the first episode where you confuse him. Come on, let Derek. That I listened to recently on the talk. walk back from work. He's scared. Children, <laughs> hush. Let's let the adult granddad talk. 
Listen. Old man, I'm, old man. No, I was talking to Tom, and I was like, <laughs> I'm the one who levels out the Christian part of Theo mm. Bourbon. You're like that, the Christian um, one of all of us? Weird. You know, because I'm a fucking pastor. Yeah. Whatever. Disgusting. Um, I mean, me anyway, too. <laughs> no, I I was talking But he's like to actively a pastor, though. A wonderful, wonderful... um woman who she was a part of the lgbtq pride um center um it was a homeless god she was wonderful um she was talking about how she's homeless she's trans she's um just loving and and just beautiful and she came by and she was talking to me about how she she just I mean it, I, it it's honestly hard to to talk about it yeah. without like she was talking about her experience and how she was so caught up like she was reading the gospels for herself mm-hmm. and I was like and 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 during this whole time that I was talking to her, the hate preacher that comes to all the pride events uh, was over there yelling Fucker. and just fucking like I yelled at them while I was walking by him and I As was you like, should. "Hey, did you know that fucking your wife when she's on her period is a sin? Did you <laughs> know that spilling your seed without procreation is a sin? And all this other bullshit? Eating that, shrimp." Guilty of all that. (laughs) Wearing purple. We should talk about the three different type of laws. Civil. um, We're not going to go into that. (laughs) Um, But like, I was just talking to them and they were talking about how they're homeless and how they don't have all this stuff. And like, they were talking about how like they had been reading the gospels. And I was like, listen, Jesus. And they started responding with this verse the son of, um the bird has a nest and the fox has a hole but the son of man does not have a place to lay their head and i said because you are homeless you know more about jesus than this dude over here preaching hate actually that's true knows. yeah yeah you were living the experience that jesus actually lived And so, speaking to all of this, like, rapture theology and all of this, like, escapism and all this other stuff, like, Jesus actually lived a fucking suffering lifestyle. And lifestyle is maybe the wrong word, um, at least for our modernist lens. I think all five of us have kind of, like, a modernist, pre-modernist According to some people, postmodernist. Lens. Whoa, postmodernist. Fuck, I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it anymore. I consider myself a post-postmodernist. That's not a joke. I'm completely He's serious. A neo-modernist. I do, in fact, believe that about myself. I consider myself an Orthodox Christian. Get off um, the mic. <laughs> go get confirmed to the Orthodox Church. You're just lazy. That's the only reason why you haven't done it yet. The only reason I haven't done it yet is because. If I were to officially bring myself to the Orthodox Church... Yes. Yes. 
my or my ordination would be revoked. My fucking I don't. I'm not gonna talk about myself. Um, no, no, no. I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued as to to why I you do, don't convert because like that's kind of your thing. You love I have the questions Orthodox for Church. Derek too, but these might be better over coffee than like in a podcast episode. I was drinking pre- coffee earlier. You could do it now. It's technically <laughs> over coffee. Are you Here, sure? I'm gonna because let me sure send. If you want to make this a two parter, we can. So no, yeah, I'm good with that too. Um, let me finish my thought. Finish it, and then we can go into whatever the fuck we want to. Um, with escapism, with all of the things that I was just talking about, with all of the things that Elijah Collier was talking about, with all of the things that Rachel you were talking about, Tom you were talking about, um, all of the things, dear listener. The rapture. One, the rapture is not biblically correct. It's made up. Just, not in the it's Bible. It's made up. Um, the whole Thessalonians verse, the believers will be caught up in the clouds and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Here is the big thing. And Elijah Collier, whichever one of y'all was talking about, like, um, Paul specifically was talking about like the rapture is going to happen tomorrow. Collier. When you were talking about like um, Paul was specifically very invested in the end times. And dear listener, I don't know if you have ever actually thought about this, but let's take a moment. Paul the Apostle lived 2,000 years ago. Only two thousand. It's a young guy. Think about the last three years of of COVID. Ah, good Facts. point. That times a hundred. Well, I guess minus a thousand. That times a hundred minus a thousand <laughs> is how long Paul lived ago. And the end times have still not happened. Let's sit with that in silence for a second. Mm. Fucking the end times that Paul was so convinced. Read Philippians without any type of like preconceived notions. That dude was fucking scared. Bro, okay, so I'm gonna say too. This might be a little even even more hot uh, hot take on this. I need it. Jesus, Jesus, saying that the guy the, himself, yeah, the guy himself, the, the the dude himself who came as human, um, him saying that the end of the world and all that stuff was gonna happen before this current generation passes away. You know, like. Was he wrong, or or was it a different? Was it something that's different? Was it something that's not the rapture? I like, had I, I, a, I don't know. I had a buddy who lived on my hall at Boys who was a preterist. Hmm. Who believed okay. That Jesus actually already came back. Oh really? Seventy years after Jesus was there, the Temple of Jerusalem was sacked. And preterism, 
would say that Jesus actually already came back and we are in the however many years of whatever. So you're saying the world is actually in already ended. Right the the world's already ended. Okay, you, you want to know my, my, my really hot take? Was shot. Hot Harambe, yes. Okay, no, my, my really hot Dicks take is that... Dicks out for Harambe! Dicks out for Harambe! <laughs> I speak your truth, please. Okay, so I sincerely believe that 2012 predictions were correct and the end of the world started in 2012. I believe that this fucking world is so fucked up. 10 years later, 2012. Yeah, so 2012 was the last good year of a real reality. And after that, it's all been. (laughs) John Cusack is still saving us. My 2012 sucked so bad. Like, I still think about how bad my 2012 was. I still remember at that Christmas, I asked my mom, like, why do I still feel so bad during Christmas? And her answer should have been, it's because you're depressed. Let's go get you some help, honey. And her answer was, I think you might be growing up. And I think that says a lot Damn. about our society. Damn. Yeah. Why not both? Uh, see, oh, no, the answer is, in fact, both. But uh, so she I had a more, in, better access to SSRIs than I did at the time. Yeah, but nonetheless, I was in that group, reality, you know? I was in that group of people who the year that it was, was the year that I was graduating that particular year of school. Yeah. So 2009, I was graduating as a freshman. 2010, I was graduating as a senior. 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. 2012 was my graduation year from high school. Hell yeah, guy. Old. I was one of those. (laughs) Let me say, 2012, the Mayan calendar, fuck Hulu. Fuck. Um, Let's talk about people who can figure the end times and why they suck. Yeah, they all do. Here, and, and Elijah, and Collier, and Rachel, Tom. Also me. Paul. Derek. Paul was just, I mean, it was exactly what you were talking about earlier. Like, Paul was Nos. just convinced that Jesus was coming back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But for us, 2,000 years later, whether we're in the amillennialism, premillennialism, post-millennialism, whatever the fuck. It's just semantics, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, yeah Big, da- Big Bear was right. <laughs> right now, where we are, this is what I, I kind of want everyone to kind of figure. Me and Tom are pretty much on the side of liberation theology. Yes. Um, 100% yes. Which is... That's cool. Jesus comes to liberate even the Jewish scriptures. Like, Mm. I think liberation theology is the most non-anti-Semitic theology. Basically, yeah, liberation theology, in many ways, it begins at Egypt. That's what sets the tone 
of all of the rest of theology. Genesis kind of like, you know, Genesis, it's your start. But Egypt is like the whole point is Egypt is a Israel coming out of, of Egypt. The so that is prob- probably is... pretty in line with Jewish theology then, right? Because no, yeah. like I feel like that's where Jewish Oh, it's a, begins, incredibly in line with, with Jewish theology. It's a very yeah. in many ways Exodus focus. Exodus mm-hmm. is where it's we cool. point yeah. our sights. God is the God of the oppressed is the is the sentence with the period. And that's why, like, when nice. Black Lives Matter became such a big deal in uh, 2020, that, like, it only made sense to be like, therefore, Christ is on the side of those who are oppressed. Mm-hmm. Like, it it made, yeah. it makes complete sense to say that, like, <laughs> who are you going to side with? The, the, yeah. the oppressors or the oppressed? It's not really a question. Your answer is already there. But if you don't side with them... You're not siding with those with whom God is on their side. Well, and when we're saying God, America. we're not, we're not talking why. about like this white guy in the sky. We're talking about this, like this, this fundamental force of nature who's on the side of those who are oppressed. We the are end of all of this brown, is an optimistic thing, you know? Yeah, we're talking about a brown Palestinian on a piece of wood dying. And that is the most important guy in all of our theology. Not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, no, he's, he's not a Palestinian fucker. Penguins. Got him. Penguins. Um, so, but all, like, so I that's like the coolest thing penguins. about a lot of this is like with that like liberation penguins. theology, where we've kind of ended up. Um, the cross and the lynching tree cannot cannot endorse that book enough. Yeah. Mm. By James Cone, Dr. James We love Cone. James Cone in this house. Um, with the idea, especially with that kind of Exodus story, God is the God of the oppressed. God is the God of the slaves. God is not the God of Pharaoh. Yep. Um, that with all of that, especially when we're talking about end times and all that type of thing, the empire is not what brings about the end of the world because with that thought process that means that god is not a patient god Hmm. Hmm. what brings about the end of the world is when jesus sees his people when god sees their people and says meekness love Good, generosity, beauty, love, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are the things that need to reign. Those and that time is when that needs to come about. Yeah. The rapture is not about escapism as much as it is about the people of God acting like the people of God. Good. And so if the rapture is escapism and Jesus saying my kingdom is heaven on earth, one, you have to recognize the uniqueness of Jesus. Yep. Second, you have to realize that Jesus was a second temple Jew. Mm -hmm. Um, Third, you need to realize that any type of anti-Semitism just doesn't fucking work. Mm. 
Which that's what kind of what evangelicalism is based on is a lot of a hundred percent. Yes, Collier. Jesus, Jesus came to fix Judaism. Yeah, yeah. No. That, that Jesus was the solution for Judaism, instead of Jesus was in fact himself a Jew. You know, he yeah. was in that, and I think that. I mean, honestly, that's if you all um, ever have the time to pick up. The Misunderstood Jew um, by um, Dr. Amy Jill Levine. She is an Orthodox Jew who goes into talking about like why Jesus was so misunderstood by evangelicals. Because if you read the Gospels in a Jewish lens, she's an Orthodox Jew, but mm-hmm. she's also an, an atheist. So dope. Huh. Um, the yeah. way that she kind of reads those. That's sick. Um, she's like, if you actually read Jesus in the way that he was written, and then in the way that he was talking, what really actually comes up is a very perfect rabbi. And what Christians hmm. should do is follow that perfect rabbi. And what Jews should do is recognize <laughs> that rabbis, not everyone has the mm. same rabbi. Mm-hmm. Huh. I like that. And so it it's just kind of like a beautiful way of looking at kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like semantics is really just about which rabbi you have. Interesting. Um, so I, as an Orthodox, believing in the Nicene Creed, Orthodox Christian, my rabbi is Jesus. But I do not claim Judaism. That's completely anti-Semitic. I'm not a predispensation or a post-predispensationalist, whatever it is. Like, the promises for the Jewish church or the Jewish synagogue or the Jewish whatever, the faith the Israeli faith is for them. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anything Derek, when else? You're done, can I ask a couple questions? Please. Um, but all I was going to say is like the rapture is a completely new thing that has nothing to do with Judaism, with um, any type of actual theology that is anything but us making ourselves feel better about the suffering that's around us. It's an escapism from actually acknowledging suffering. So what's up, fam? We all going to become Jews now? Honestly, become Jews. I mean, get it. I if, be if, we all become, <laughs> if we all go full Jewish together, I'll commit to the bit hard enough to do it with all of y'all. Just saying. Yes, I, mean, I say this as a confirmed Sorry. Roman Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna like let any of y'all forget that. Anyways, yeah. I mean, this is just like real quick. I found out that the person who I closed with tonight at the coffee shop was confirmed at the same parish that I was, and she belongs to that parish as I do. But both of us are such bad Catholics who never go to mass. We have never seen each other there. It's not wow. a big church. It is a. Good. I can look out and see every single person in there. 
But never once have I seen her there, and I've never been there at the same time she's been there. So we didn't know we went to the same church because we're so bad at going to church. <laughs> Isn't that the best? <laughs> that is the best. And I just realized that I went on for like 20 minutes rambling. So No, no but yeah. everything you had to say was really, really well, so good about this. No, yeah, please ask. Yeah. yeah. But, like, this is going to start transitioning out of our topic of, no, like, the rapture. No, you're good. Okay We're still there. The, Have we ever really is that okay? Long episode. We did. Does, okay. does Rachel need to go to bed? I want to ask her. Dude, I mean, Rachel if you wanna, can stay if up wanna so split up, late. If y'all want to split this up into a two-part, we can do that. No, dude, or, this is a long episode. Hey, whatever we y'all want to do. We won't this time either. <laughs> Y'all said you were going to last time, and then you were like, nah, let's just We just decided not to, you know? It was a, it was a joke. It was a we'll silly see how long this goof. goes, I guess. No, okay. ask your question. Okay, so you described to me over Instagram DM that you're a big proponent of, like, orthopraxy, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to describe that for the listener and define it? Yeah, um, orthodoxy is orthopraxy. right belief, and mm-hmm. orthopraxy is right action. Okay. I don't, I can't reconcile in my mind how you practice that, but still, like, ascribe to the Nicene Creed because you've been saying for, like, the last two hours that theology is just semantics, right? Yeah. Um, like, that just does not click in my brain. Okay, so, so real fast, for me... I want to hear Derek the, do this. The, 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 thing that, the thing that confuses me, which, Derek, we've talked to you about this as well, yeah. is um, I feel like a lot of evangelicalism, which is kind of what we push back against in our podcast, so hopefully Straight Wondering. Straight up. Like, we don't um, like evangelicalism at all. It is an anti-evangelical that, podcast. That's the whole point of Hopefully Wandering. Yeah, so a lot of that is very anti-Semitic, and a lot of it's like... You know, it's it's like it's like my way or the highway type of theology. It's it's very very close minded, very narrow, um, and very supremacist. So it's Christian supremacist, and like if this is true, nothing else is true. Right. So you seem to be espousing something a little different. Yeah. And um, here, I think the best thing um, for for everyone, especially the listeners and y'all, is if I read the Nicene Creed. Um. So I'll I'll read that and I'll kind of answer your question. Um, this is the Nicene Creed, and so for you listener, for for you guys, there's the Nicene Creed, which was edited and kind of finalized um, at some of the first councils, like three sixty five A.D. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they were finalized, particularly by one of my favorite theologians gregory of nyssa um universalist just want to say that um so the nicene creed um and then there's the apostles creed um which is just a little bit different it kind of says the same thing but just with different semantics um this is the nicene creed it says i believe in one god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth of all things visible and invisible I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Base. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, men meaning humankind, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. 
For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, catholic, and apostolic church. I will. I confess one that apostolic, so my guy, apostolic, apostolic succession. Fucking let's go, dude. And I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The reason that I am a creedal Christian is because orthodoxy calls me to believe in the creeds. Orthopraxy mm. does not. Ooh, interesting. Okay, okay. So, so, so expound that a little bit. Yeah, how does your orthopraxy differ from your orthodoxy then? There is a book called A More Christ-Like God by Bradley Jerzak, Dr. Brad Jerzak. Bradley Jerzak? We've never mentioned I, him. I bring him up in every single podcast we do. But really, like, for him, he... If he is a disciple of Jesus, then Bradley Jerzak is my rabbi. Um, he is an Eastern Orthodox Christian. He's ordained by the Eastern Orthodox Church. He's a, he's a priest in the Orthodox Church. He is... So in that book, he talks a lot about, like, it's exactly what the title says, a more Christ-like God. God is like Jesus. And the Jesus that we read in the Gospels shows us the Abba Father, the parent, the good, loving, wonderful, beautiful, caring, always with us God. Because Jesus initiates that incarnation of who God is. And I'm probably going to get a little bit um, lofty theologics, like metaphysics and all that kind of thing. So listener... If you've never been to Bible college, this is how everyone talks. Um, if you want to know more about this type of like specific thing, go and get the audiobook, get the book. Bradley Jerzak is very human. He's very like pastoral. He will take you through it in a way that makes sense. He's very much a guy. He's just a dude. Like he just dude talks. But for me, like, it, it makes sense in my mind metaphysically to say that Jesus is the precipice of who the metaphysical cosmic God is. I like that. That's good. Because I believe in the incarnation of God as the Nicene Creed would lay out. But, but. while Jesus is unique, but. Jesus is inclusive. Hmm, okay. So, I, personally, not as a domineering, colonistic, colonial way of thinking, the way that, that Brad Jerzyk kind of lays it out is he has these Muslim friends who 
as a Muslim, they cannot and will not believe that Jesus is the Son of God and is not yeah. divine. As they are still, in fact, Muslim. Okay. As they are Muslim. <laughs> but they practice peace. They practice love. And they also believe that Mary was eternally a virgin. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you! Got them! No brothers and got sisters. Got Protestants! They got them! Uh, you Catholics so have us. Um, but, Sorry, I knocked but, over our mic and almost spilled a drink all over myself <laughs> while in my um, Catholic bliss of believing that Mary <laughs> is in fact a virgin, which you believe if you're a Catholic or a, a Muslim, and boy. that's it. So, so with the that, Baptists don't believe Mary was a Muslim after Jesus? birth of Christ. They believe like uh, Joseph was like, you know what? I'm gonna have sex with my wife now, and then he did it. But oh, the Catholics right. are like, you know what? Joseph was like, I'm a base Chad. I don't need to have sex, and he never did, and neither did Mary. Oh my God. And also, the Muslims though... believe Mary never had sex. Tom is just talking Christian right now. Who isn't a Catholic? Believes that Mary had sex like a crazy amount. Like Mary was all over the place, just like oh left and right. So and Jesus had, these- had many sisters. He had many brothers. As are we, brothers and sisters of our Lord and Savior anyway, Jesus Christ. We're Amen. Go, we're not going to go into the catechism. Amen? Okay. Question so, mark. Uh, I'm sorry. Get, get to be so point, I, 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 I want to. I want to follow this up. Because, like, yeah. So so with the Thomas, just like in a mood. He is in a mood. I've just had a lot of bourbon and also cold brew. I'm trying hard to focus. Hey, yeah, this is Tom. This episode was so freaking long that I had to break it into two parts. Anyways, enjoy the second one.